Hello, just before we start, you may notice that Joe's voice sounds slightly peculiar at the start of this episode, but don't worry, we do get it fixed within the first few minutes. But we decided to keep it in because, you know, it sounded quite funny, so enjoy! Hello, and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. It's me, Simon. Why did you make it sound like it sounded like the news? Hello, and welcome to the IGN UK podcast at 11.30. Just trying to mix it up. Uh, Yeah, things are getting a bit samey, aren't they, these days? So you've gone for the news? We're all watching news more than ever. Yeah, the saddest thing you could go for. You went for that. You you know, art imitates life, and I've been watching a lot of news, so I thought I'd invoke that sort of image onto myself. Jesse, how are you? (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. I'm all right, thanks. (laughs) I think this is art. We're creating, so... Of a sort. Yeah. Yeah, this is art. I'd say we're expelling rather than creating. Do you know what? We put a lot of art into it, so... uh, Oh, very <laughs> yeah, good. Okay. There we go. Only works um, if you're from your neck of the woods, innit? Oh, do you know who doesn't put a lot of art into things? Iron Man. Because he has to have <laughs> a little he has to he has a little electronic thing that keeps him going. You know, sometimes uh, we make fun of you for those segues, but actually I think uh it takes courage to do the things that you do. <laughs> like have you just deepened your voice so just Joe. to try and say the things that you try and say. I liked it. Yeah. Let's talk about Iron Man mm. VR. Yeah, I don't know if it's just on Skype or if it's going to record like this, but yeah. yeah, your voice does sound slightly mad. It sounds like you're underwater a little bit. Does it? Like, it's, you sound really yeah, you, deep. you've got like a really deep voice going on right now. It's quite concerning. Oh, this, this happened to me with someone else. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, do I sound very, very deep now? Yeah, yeah it's, it's really weird. Shall I stop and listen to myself? Uh... Yeah, but I'm going to keep rolling. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, sure. Wait a second. I'll I'll leave the call and come back in. <laughs> oh, my God. And then you can tell. One sec. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. This is... Well, that's really interesting. I if wish I had the ability to do for that. Everyone, yeah, if it just sounds normal for everyone listening, this is just going to be a waste of a minute. <laughs> Hello, Joe? Is this any better? No, you sound the same. You speak normal? I don't know. Are you speaking normally? I'm speaking totally normally. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had a little accent thing going on. What the fuck? No. What, but I can't have you just not listening to what I'm saying for the rest of the podcast and not concentrating. Well, I'm, I can I'm, hear you. It just doesn't sound like you. I know, but that's weird, isn't it? Wait a second. I'm going to unplug and replug. Jesus Christ. Joe, are you there? Yeah, I think, I'm, I, think I sound better now. Oh, good. You're not underwater anymore. Well, that, what's weird is, yeah, like I was saying, that's happened on other podcasts I've been on, but it was a problem of the the, like connection over skype <laughs> not that my microphone decided i sounded much cooler for a little bit i thought you were slowly turning like a little knob you had or something or a little dial it was wicked slightly turning everyone else on mate <laughs> unbelievable it was it was quite alluring yeah um yeah i thought you were just doing your best iron man impression <laughs> <laughs> well if you listen back it's like that for the entire start of the podcast so i think you two just didn't know that i was Really well, sexy for notice. a few minutes. Yeah, I don't know what was happening. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm glad God. I brought it up though, because that would have been mad for an hour. Because I um, love. Also, in retrospect, I'm making fun of you for doing a silly thing with the news, but it sounds like I'm putting yeah. on a voice to do it. <laughs> oh, anyway, wow. Joe, the reason I bring up Iron Man is mm. because you have been playing the old Iron Man VR game. I have. Ooh. 
have you shouted i am i am man yet but yeah i scream <laughs> it almost too- constantly <laughs> in my house um my girlfriend's left me my neighbor's called oh, the police no. <laughs> oh, no. and i've blown a big it- hole in the wall like that cool advert <laughs> that it's got at the moment have you seen oh, that God. Yeah. I hate those adverts where it's like you're so into VR that it's really going to destroy <laughs> your house. Your life. <laughs> <laughs> really sells the product, doesn't it? Really odd. Um, <laughs> God. But um, apart from shouting and alienating everyone you know, mm. how have you been having any fun? <laughs> uh, I've been having fun when it allows me to have fun. The problem I perceive with Iron Man VR, and I will say I'm. Two hours in, and Tom, I think, finished our reviewer finished it in about six. Okay. Even though they said it was an eight to ten hour game, um, I wow. think that imp- I think that implies doing a lot of replaying missions for higher scores that lets you unlock stuff. Right, um, okay. What it does is spends the first two hours essentially putting in you putting you in tutorials. Like I've played the prologue and chapter one and chapter two, and. During that time, I've had done exactly one thing as Iron Man, and the rest of the time was just flying around his house, being like, I'm good <laughs> at flying now, do a time trial. So the problem it had... So, well, no, actually, I'll say the good things first. Uh, the flying is just unbelievably intuitive, and yeah. either uh, Iron Man's system for flying just makes perfect sense in your head because you've seen it so much, or, and I think this is probably more accurate they are doing a great deal of work behind the scenes to make it make it feel like you're very good at it so the idea is basically if you don't know you're using your two move controllers as if they were iron man's hands so you know when he flies around using little thrusters on his hands and then Mm -hmm. he'll lift up those hands to shoot things with his repulses and stuff so it works on the same principle you've got two triggers on the back and when you're holding them down by your sides, it makes you fly up. If you hold them in front of you, it makes you fly backwards, etc., etc. Um, and it feels almost automatically um, like like you just get it straight away. And you start flying around, there's boosts and stuff. And that is super impressive. Although, I think I was taking the piss a bit and I did end up feeling incredibly <laughs> sick. Um, I was going to say... Did it- feel weird that you're constantly going from basically a laying down to standing up position despite standing up the whole time (laughs) what do you mean laying down when he flies oh no so the idea is he's constantly flying upright you never go horizontal like he does um so yeah you're constantly doing the sort of more hovering maneuver rather than flying forwards but yes that okay have you actually got freedom of movement then because in my head i thought it was like on rails kind of like a no no no, iron man so in the mission, the one proper mission I've played, uh, so right. the tutorial bits are all like big open areas, and that's f- completely free movement. The one mission yeah. I've played is like chasing down a plane that's crashing, which is, by the way, extremely cool. Um, <laughs> right. And that is on rails to an extent. You're always moving somewhat with the plane, but it does a really good job of making you feel like you need to be the one keeping up with it. So right, it, it okay. do- this is kind of what I mean by the behind-the-scenes stuff. Apparently the way you move is also based on where you're looking so it does a certain amount of auto adjustment based on where you clearly your eyes want you to go yeah um Mm -hmm. but that's almost imperceptible like it works so seamlessly that you don't have a feeling that it's being guided by your head at all it always feels Mm. like your hands are doing it it's really really smart um and then like shooting stuff feels great because that immediately makes sense and then when you start getting upgrades like i just unlocked smart missiles what you do is literally instead of holding your hand up 
you hold it down, which causes the gauntlet to open up and reveal the little missiles. And, like, it's right. just little gesture control stuff. So they get the, like, the minutiae of how Iron Man's suit works really well. And obviously the HUD being the thing around yeah. your face works. And, like, a lot of the stuff about being Iron Man just just fits. Um I think it's the game that's the problem. So they spend way too long tutorializing you. Yeah. The story is like laughably obvious from literally the prologue. <laughs> like there is a thing that happens in the prologue where if you don't go, oh, I get it, <laughs> then <laughs> you're probably not paying attention. Right, um, fair enough. Uh, so it's like when I started, I was like, oh, this is going to be the Batman VR thing where I love that game. I think it does a really good job. It's in and out, and it, it plays with its ideas really perfectly. Mm. And unfortunately, I think Iron Man VR is aiming to be more of a game, which I get, yeah. but it doesn't feel like they've found much game to work with, and they've just stuck lots of bits in between. There is a lot of walking around just being Tony Stark, having chats with Pepper Potts and looking around your house. Yeah, it, is that, it's not Tony Stark VR, is yeah. it? No, Iron that's Man the VR. problem. It's like, yeah, it, it, there's there's long sections where you're just looking at books in his house or like <laughs> and it's not even as i actually think like batman vr just does that stuff better because there's yeah. more to play with like playing that piano and shit um mm -hmm. is that yeah, mainly how the story is told though just like for you and was it pepper pots just talking like yeah more or less oh, man the worst part of it is the loading times are atrocious even on a ps4 oh, pro and like even when you finished loading it will start long sections with a completely black screen just hearing <laughs> tony stark's thoughts explaining the plot to you Oh, and like, right, okay. You say, oh, wow. These guys, it feels... This is probably unfair, but it feels a lot like, hey, we spent three years making How You Fly Around and mm -hmm. the last six months of the story. Mm. Um, yeah. it, it, it's just not as... And I have to be you know, transparent. I haven't finished the game. Maybe it's fucking yeah. incredible by the end. But judging by our review and other reviews I've read, it feels like that is very much the, the overriding opinion. It feels like I will... Um I haven't tried it yet, but there's a demo available mm. for free, so yeah. I might try that and might even find that you get your fill from the demo. I don't know what section is actually in the demo, but I heard yeah. the demo was very good. I I'm the guessing section in the demo because I thought that was shown off. Like, uh, okay. And stuff. The, okay, and that okay, is okay. like that's the best bit of the first two hours. <laughs> right. So if you get to play that, probably done. How does um, it actually look? Um, uh, it doesn't look good, but right, you know it's you're barely paying attention to that stuff in the moment. Yeah, like, when you're flying around pace, and especially with the amount of micro adjustments you need to do with flying, like it's really not the thing you concentrate on. Fair enough. Fair enough. Is it? Is it one of you that has tons of kids outside your house? Yeah, I was just about <laughs> to close my window because I normally do, and I realised I hadn't. It sounds like we've got an incre incredibly creepy bed. Like, <laughs> like I'll do that instead now. of like radio style music, we've just put the sound of laughing children underneath everything. I, I would be concerned if I had children in my apartment that I didn't know. They've of. gone. What an odd audio experience this podcast <laughs> has been well, for people. This is just like. With really letting everyone know what really happens. That's what happens uh, when you're working from home, you know, you get a little bit of that personal taste yeah, of the I environment. Feel, I feel like we've done well over three months in that this is the first time we've had any real audio <laughs> experience <laughs> out of the norm. All right. Um, That's it for uh, Iron Man. I'm done. Can't be asked anymore. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Jesse. No, I will hello. play some more. <laughs> You've played Hyperscape, the new Battle Royale game from Ubisoft. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> I've, you've played it. Yeah, uh, as well I as that. I think have. Matt has written an excellent preview. Yeah, yeah. preview went live um, yesterday. 
I've watched bits of the game. Mm. I've had it explained to me. I still don't fully get what's going on because it's very hectic. But maybe you can enlighten me. Yeah, it's it's a little bit crazy. So obviously, if you haven't seen it, and Kai's already said it, it's a uh, an upcoming or already released uh, battle royale first person shooter from Ubisoft. It's the the technical test is happening right now. So if you want to jump in, you actually have to watch Twitch and watch other people play for endless hours before you actually get a drop. But um, <laughs> the game itself, there's a couple things I actually quite like that set it apart from other Battle Royale games. And one of the main things is that it takes place exclusively in an urban map, which, you know, when you think of like Warzone or Fortnite, you have a little town, you have a bit of forest region or whatever and what have you. But here it takes place mm-hmm. in a Ready Player One-esque battleground called uh, Neo Arcadia, which is just basically Paris. Like you drop in and Notre Dame's like right in your face, <laughs> which is actually quite cool. <laughs> Um, but the main thing for me is just how important verticality and movement is. Because when you're playing it, it feels a bit like an old uh, old style Quake or Unreal Tournament, a bit of old school FPS. That's the vibes I was getting. I was getting very arena shooter vibes. Yeah, 100%. I mean, st- straight away, like, you know, you're going to notice the double jump. You're going to see the launch pads and stuff. And as you're playing through, you're not really going to be uh, <laughs> missing the kind of environments that you uh, usually find yourself playing Battle Royale games in, like Warzone and stuff, because everything feels quite natural as you're playing it you're not just you know maintaining level on the streets when you go on a launch pad and you're on top of these buildings it all feels quite natural jumping between these tall buildings it doesn't necessarily have a parkour system but because you have the double jump and you're able to vault easily it it all feels fairly natural as you're moving through this environment Mm -hmm. and more importantly you can turn into a big bouncy ball (laughs) yeah which is um honestly it's not as fun as it looks to be fair, because it's fucking, no, it's hectic. That's I don't believe very that. annoying. The, the, the one, the first time I activated in <laughs> to a ball um, was when I was inside Notre Dame, and it was a fucking mess. I was bouncing around oh, all over the be place. A, in a bouncing ball, in a bit. That's no, disrespectful. <laughs> you can't go in fucking Notre Dame and absorb. Stop it. it. You don't see. Yeah, you ever see Quasimodo absorbing? That's a very good. Lapsed Catholic boy. I'm furious about that. <laughs> it, it honestly really, it really, really threw me off. Um, but no, like you, you mentioned the ball and like that's one of the hacks that inside Hyperscape, because it takes place in like a VR world, you're kind of manipulating the game within the game. So as you're playing, you'll be able to find hacks like the ball or you'll be able to find teleport, um, health, armor. There's another really cool one uh, called wall, which essentially brings up this humongous wall in front of you. So it kind of changes the air. Uh, players only if you're getting chased or you're getting attacked and stuff like that mm-hmm. is that um, a permanent change no it's not a permanent change so it will right, disappear yeah. it's a bit like a may ice wall from right what yeah seen. Cool. but the weird thing is, is that if no one's around you can stack those up as it refreshes and you can get really really high in the map taller than any of the buildings in the frigging game if you just stack up that wall that's cool um, i like that but like one of the more interesting things I feel like because you know when you think of battle royale usually like the the ring or circle usually closes in and like with battlefield it's a firestorm with PUBG, it's like a blue force field thing but in this game because it takes place in a vr game um like the world around you starts to corrupt so if you're on a vantage point on top of a building and then the ring closes in the building starts to disappear you'll fall to the ground and then you need to well, make your way through that's the unique thing that it isn't a ring isn't it it's like there's yeah different districts of the city and they're gonna randomly start so you don't know where you're gonna have to end up yeah basically. exactly and it, it can really it can really mess you up actually um if that obviously occurs because you know you might be getting attacked by another team and all of a sudden the one place that was protecting you suddenly disappears and you're surrounded by like three other guys shooting you up um even if you die though you're still actually kind of in the fight because and i haven't seen this in any other game um it's got a ghost 
system. So once you die, <laughs> you um, still have full control of yourself, but you're able actually to uh, run around and ping enemies. And this is the weird thing. It honestly feels quite OP and hectic because there was a time when like, I would die and the other person who was with me would die, but Matt's still alive. And if he's getting attacked by other enemies and we're running around next to those enemies constantly pinging, the HUD can get quite messy and it ends up being hard to focus on what you're actually shooting. So my first thought when I heard about that system was basically, A, it sounds a bit like uh, a multiplayer take on that Quantum League thing where you keep playing Mm -hmm. afterwards. Um, Especially with the, what, you kill people and then you can respawn at their death points or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can get revived at the dead bodies. So if you're a ghost, Um, you basically run to that death point, you press F or whatever on the controller, and then you wait till the person who's still alive comes and then revives you, but then you lose everything as well. But my initial thought was, like... Are we going to get to a situation where, like, pro-level players, one person on a team is purposely yeah, dying to become a scout that, that's and just play a support? <laughs> that's what's weird because, you know, they mention this, but they don't really... There's no, there's no downside to it other than you having to be smart and not stand directly next to the enemy so the person who's still on your team gets confused or anything because... Does it not time out ever? Like, um, do you from, not from, like from, what I, from what I experienced, this? no. Like, until the entire team dies, you can, main, you can, you can be a ghost for as long as you want, as far as I remember. Until seems, the circle closes, and you can constantly that ping seems enemies mad. as well. Yeah. So I feel like I like the idea of that system. Yeah, but I feel like yeah. I, 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 I mean, we'd have to maybe maybe we got this wrong, but yeah, if it was like a thirty second time limit, yeah, you could get arrested in or something. That sounds. I mean, when it smart, when it happened but... to me, like I was able to stay alive for like three minutes until you know Matt eventually died, and then we you know get back to the lobby or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was really weird because it seems really really op. But one of the the more interesting things about it as well, like as that circle closes, like once it's down to the final circle, you can either kill everyone or you can pick up the crown. And like, if you pick up the crown and then you hold it for like 30 seconds, then you win the match. So if you're just playing by yourself and you don't want to take on like those two other squads that might still be roaming around in the final circle, you're able to like run mm-hmm. through the buildings, you know, climb up top and stuff and just keep on running as you maintain that crown, which is kind of cool. That is good that it gives you a chance, like a different method to win because that can be... Yeah. Like sometimes in battle royales, I know that's the nature of the game, but yeah, you could be on your own against four squads. At least that gives you a chance yeah. to just take a crown, turn into a ball, and bounce around and hope for the best. And I think that's where the, <laughs> the movement really, you know, comes into place. Because like, especially if you're the last guy standing, you're able to grab the crown and start, you know, like sprinting across different buildings, duck and dive through, you know, alleyways and stuff like that. Like, it's going to help you a lot more than mm-hmm. just if you're playing Warzone and you're the last guy and you're just you're kind of in a field and you're a bit fucked. <laughs> Because there's no environment the, like um, that in Hyperscape. Yeah, from watching bits of that game, it does look very hectic, very fast. Yeah, um, I'm into. I'm I'm intrigued by. It. I want to give it a go. Um, yeah, that's the thing. It it's, takes. It's a, fun. It'll take a lot to. Yeah, it'll take a lot to dethrone. Yeah, absolutely. Warzone and Apex, which are my two yeah. favorites. But how does the? So this is from Ubisoft Montreal, who worked on Siege. Yeah, and they're shooting in Siege some of my favorites in any game how does the shooting feel in i mean hyperscape like i mentioned before it, it does have that quake and unreal tournament feeling and that's not just from the movement as well i think it also plays into how the shooting actually works out like for me um you can look down iron sights in there and off all the guns but usually i just wasn't doing that because it's it, it felt like i was still able to accomplish those hits and kills without even looking at the iron sights because it has that old school feeling to it as well and um mm-hmm. another cool thing about the weapons too is that obviously loot system is obviously important for any kind of battle royale game and when you're playing hyperscape 
if you actually want to get better loot, you have to maintain and hold the weapons you're holding onto. So there's one example called the Ripper Assault Rifle. So if I want to get a better version of that assault rifle, I need to have the normal version already, but then if I find another copy of that gun on the map, then it increases the magazine count and stuff. So you have about five tiers. Um, So it it really pays to like find those good weapons early and then hold on to them throughout the match. Because if you're in that final zone Mm -hmm. and you might have like a, you know... Um, a really upgraded sniper rifle and all of a sudden you need to pick up like a shotgun or something it's just going to be the base level shotgun so you're going to be at a disadvantage okay I, I like the sound I, I appreciate that they're doing a few things differently yeah. it's not yeah. just a copy and paste job they're at least they're changing the fundamentals of battle royales in ways whether it's the ring or the mobility yeah. or just the mad abilities that you don't normally find in a game like I know that. Matt wasn't super impressed by that weapon upgrade thing because it because it doesn't let you change styles but I almost kind of appreciate the idea of like you're almost like half choosing a class by finding stuff early and sticking with it and, and yeah. mm-hmm. kind of adjusting your playstyle as a result I wonder if yeah, that's sure. I wonder if that will become part of the meta where people are like I'm going to stick with you know a shotgun with yeah. to get this by the end because that's always going to be useful in the final zone or whatever. Yeah, like, it works the same for the stuff. hacks as well because uh, you can actually oh, okay. upgrade the hacks if you keep the same one. So if you if you keep ball from the start, you can get a better ball by the end of it. I guess. Wow, what, what's a better ball? Is it Honestly, does it bounce higher? Added time, multi. Tell me about the ball. I didn't want to spend too much time with the balls, so I kind of swapped <laughs> them out immediately. Fair. Uh, why not i'd be all over him um this may be a bit of a uh negative connotation but it reminded me in weird ways of lawbreakers (laughs) which (laughs) didn't necessarily do well all the jump pads the it felt it looked arcadey similar sort of art style i thought it looks like brink as well which is another negative (laughs) but not meant i like the art style though because it's kind of it's got a little bit of that Fortnite cartoon, like Overwatchiness, but yeah. it looks a lot more realistic. Also, it's that weird in between. Mm. I like it. I want to give it a go. Who knows when I'll be able to play that? But it is coming to PS4, which I'm yep. thankful for because I thought it was PC only for nah. coming to yeah. Xbox as well. Grow up, Valorant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know we. Uh, I, I mean, I say that as if I would ever play it anyway. But, um, the <laughs> one thing I want to ask Cardi that's not on the running order. Because obviously we play a lot of Warzone. I'd love to get your yes. feeling on the latest Warzone changes on the record. Oh, do you want my my official? Uh, I've um. Wait, so what are the latest Warzone since changes? Because I haven't played it update. for ages. So quads is now two hundred players, so it's fifty teams. Oh my it used god, one hundred and fifty. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's even harder to win. That. How does the yeah. PS4 um, handle that, or just like any? Content? I'll tell you how it handles it out. by adding a thirty gigabyte <laughs> update again. Jesus Christ! That, that fucking that game insane. now takes up one hundred and forty-six gigabytes on my. Imagine the four K version um, on PS5. It's going to be it's a disgrace. <laughs> Learn how to fucking um. compress, boys. <laughs> but yeah, that's. It doesn't fundamentally change that mode, adding 50 players. It just means it's harder to win because there's more people. Yeah. Um, I The new sniper rifle, which you have to do a bit to unlock the... Is it the Crytek or the Crytek? Um, Probably not the Crytek, given yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to get away with that. <laughs> is it, called, I think it, is it actually called the Crytek? Uh, let me check. It's like having an achievement called a Medal of Honor or something. Like, you can't really get away It's with not that. called the Crytek. It's something very similar. Oh, well. enough. I'm finding it. Are we I've researching Crytek? Wait, so hey, is this, a, yeah, weapon, yeah, yeah, is this yeah, a weapon yeah. you have to unlock in Warzone? I thought you just it's find these weapons during, in the map. 
Uh, you can find a blueprint on the map, but you can also... So Warzone's all about getting your loadout, yeah, basically, oh, right, with of your course. perks yeah, and it. your weapons. Uh, you can see I haven't so, played it in a while. Can someone just kill me? Oh, it's a Rytek. Uh, right just take the, C off, <laughs> take the C off the front, and that's what it Almost comes to. Yeah. Rytek AMR. It's similar to the Barrett 50 Cal, which was a personal favourite of mine in mm. early Modern Warfare games. But um, apparently it's not... I haven't used it yet. Apparently it's not overly useful in Warzone unless you use... so. The good thing about it, if you level it up, you can unlock explosive rounds, Ooh. which are basically one shot to the chest. It will down someone. Right. But it's very hard to use, apparently. Like, the drop-off on it is insane. So it's a very hard sniper to use. I'm sticking to my HDR for now. But um, <laughs> a fun thing happened last night, because for this week only, until the 7th, they've added Juggernaut trios. Mm. Oh, uh, So I got to shout, I'm the Juggernaut, which, um, <laughs> which basically at the start of the map... They drop three suits of Juggernaut armor in random spots, great. and luckily I managed to grab hold of one. And basically, if you've used the Juggernaut in Modern Warfare for you know what you're having, it's a massive suit of armor with takes quite. A, you can kill, you can get killed, but it takes a like a whole squad aiming at you for a good few seconds to take you down. It's not as but overpowered the as the gun. as the Spec Ops version when we went up no, against that guy that's insane <laughs> no it doesn't take literally 500 <laughs> rpg rockets to take him down <laughs> um but yeah that was fun and when you're in the juggernaut suit it plays like doom like metal <laughs> it's so it's weird right. <laughs> even if you're spectating because so the obviously the start of those matches especially right now is dozens of people landing in one spot and having a big fight mm. so when we landed last night I killed, like, five people with a pistol, which felt amazing, and then obviously got taken down. Right. Um, but Cardi, whilst that whilst that melee was going on, went and got his juggernaut. I died in the gulag, and then <laughs> just had this moment of, like... Because often when you die, I'm just like, oh, great, you know, I'll go and look, grab a drink or whatever. Yeah. And suddenly in my headphones, it was just like... Da, 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 da. like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, I just walked around, uh, destroyed an ATV, I think, with my minigun got like six kills but then eventually got taken down just because the thing about being a juggernaut is you're very slow mm. it's not like vinnie jones's juggernaut where you can sprint <laughs> through walls you're just kind of hopping oh, along God. getting shot it's fun it's obviously a gimmicky little mode for a week it's not gonna hang <laughs> around but it, it's a fun i appreciate that they you know i appreciate they do these additions in warzone like yeah. For, for a game, I think we talked about before, that takes a lot of it so seriously, like all the gun descriptions and every, like all the loadout and stuff like that, they're also not afraid to just add mad stuff <laughs> like like that. And I'd appreciate it, though. And they did it this time. They just left normal trios instead. Don't take out the modes people want to play temporarily for modes yeah. that you don't want to play. <laughs> but yeah, it's taken them, what, how many months to, to make it so that one button is, in fact, a second menu selection of the things you normally play <laughs> instead of just yeah. having four spots on the menu for no for just completely arbitrary reasons and being like <laughs> oh well if we do want to add this shit realism mode we'll have to take out yeah. the things people want to do in our game Brilliant. Um, so congratulations yeah, they've interested worked out. in becoming a juggernaut uh, i don't think i'll be playing it again but you've got until the 7th of july i believe so if you listen to this today four more days mm. four more uh, days four more days <laughs> But I, yeah, I'm not going to stop playing Warzone anytime soon because I'm addicted. It's good. I find it weirdly uh, relaxing uh, for a very stressful game. It is like, yeah, I just, just got unleashed sometimes, don't you? It's just good, isn't it? You say that too much. Mm. <laughs> Did you? Here we go. Here comes what? the segue. 
I was going to do. I, was, I realized what you said. It's like you do that too much. I don't, I don't think I do. That's my problem. I don't unleash too much. Mm. I can see the cogs know. working in his head for the segue. <laughs> <laughs> There's not one coming. Uh, Joe. Yes. Fuser. Yes. Oh. oh, fucking hell. I love Fuser so much. Uh, so we have a preview it? of it. What? What is it? Uh, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> you may remember, what, two to three years ago, we got slightly obsessed with the harmonics board game called Drop Mix, um, yes. which was a game about remixing, well, not remixing, mashing up um, various stems of music by using cards. Uh, and it was mm. basically, I think, one of the most magical board games I've ever played. Uh, like, I'm super into A, harmonics games, B, I, I'm one of those boring people who loves mashups. Like, <laughs> it wasn't me, so let it be. The uh, Shaggy and mm-hmm. Beatles mashup, very good. Um, all the rest. Um, <laughs> all the others. Yeah, and basically, that's the one I like. And basically, um, this is drop mix in video game form. And right. I've played a preview build, and I think it's fucking astonishing. I've, for a preview build, I've put in at least six to eight hours. Um, and there's only wow, two levels to do on it. Uh, so it's basically, to explain, you are meant to be playing a DJ at a festival. It's a very silly festival, so you can kind of build. <laughs> My guy is like a really old man in crazy shiny clothes. Um <laughs> And you can build, like, the stage sets are set, but your show, like, your lighting types, your mm. visualizers, all that stuff is customized, and you can unlock those things as you play. So there's all this kind of, like, big visual element. Imagine the Guitar Hero um, performances, but yeah. more mm-hmm. DJ-y, more Coachella-y. Um, and then... This, it's nothing like DJ Hero, though. No, it's so crazy. this is the problem. People kind of have immediately taken it to be a DJ Hero rhythm action game, when, in fact, it is just virtual drop mix. So you get... Um, you build a deck of songs, and instead mm. of drop mixes, each card is one piece of one song. So, like, the bass line from um, a Jackson 5 song. You yeah. now have all four stems for songs. So that's usually drum beat, rhythm guitar, uh, lead guitar, and vocals. But it can vary depending on the song type. Um, and you can drop those various stems in, and they automatically mash up. So they match tempo, they match... Uh, pitch they match Mm. in timing and so all of that stuff is basically what drop mix was but where this goes further where drop mix was essentially a card game where the result was cool songs this is a game actually about being forced to play the songs correctly so as you play you're rated on your timing of drops so you have like a little um meter that shows you which the downbeats are and it will also show you good moments so say it's a vocal line there will be markers on the thing that say this is a bit between verse and chorus or this is a bit where mm. the vocals change into a different style or it's a different uh, like if it's a um, fucking like a hip-hop track this is where the two different mm-hmm. verses from two different rappers come in okay um and you'll get bonus points for that but then you as you play through these sets you'll be given up to five challenges at once that t- that time down so it's like during this next 10 seconds you know, it's usually longer, 30 seconds, Yeah, uh, you have to put down a drum beat, a vocal track, a song from the 80s, like, and it, you know, like, it categorizes things in lots of different ways. Or, in this, they also have, like, improvised instruments, so you can get, like, <laughs> synths and drum beat loops, and you actually, on the fly, record those loops and drop them in as tracks. Okay. So is, is it more about management? It's not like you're playing 
like you're hitting simulated notes to build up a gauge or something, right? So you are so you're building up a gauge, but it's the gauge's crowd reaction to your stuff. Whether that's through yeah. challenges, there's also a whole separate thing for crowd re- requests. So some people will be like, "I want this song," or "I want this kind of song," and you have okay. to play that really quickly. And right. sometimes you'll get two at once, and you could satisfy both of those at once, and you get a bonus for doing two in one drop. That kind right, of right. Okay. okay, I am massively in. So it's like good. it and. There's only two levels, and they so there's one like basically base tutorial level, and then mm. there's a second level that's halfway up, basic, uh, maybe a third of the way through the game, and even that third of the way through the game one is like quite stressful. Um, <laughs> so by the end, when you're getting five challenges, three requests, like every yeah. thirty seconds, it's going to be absolute pandemonium, which I'm kind of into. Is that difficult options oh. in the preview, or is it just? The difficulty options seem to be just where you're playing. What right, I've okay. noticed, I don't think you can fail like Guitar Hero. I don't think it will ever stop right. you playing your set. You'll get, you could get zero stars out of five, but <laughs> I don't think it will ever be like your shit. The crowd are booing you because yeah, okay. I think it wants you ultimately to just be able to make your songs. Um, okay. Maybe you're just too good. I am very good, although I've still not got five star. Um, it is oh, hard oh. to get five stars, and like even the community manager who demoed it for me before i got the build wasn't getting Mm. five stars so i think the point is like it is a challenge to get that stuff and you need to be going above and beyond the challenges you're being given it's like swapping constantly um where i've spent most of my time is freestyle mode because a i just love building those tracks but compared to the stuff in the campaign that we've been shown and i'm sure this won't be the case by the end of it there are even more options so they have this fucking amazing thing where you can build your track and then you can build a set of queued tracks underneath it and you can either swap between them live and like do a wholesale swap or you can swap between certain elements so you can be like uh i'm playing drums and guitars from these three songs but then i've got these two vocal tracks and i can swap between them live so i found like a load of really funny ways to do like my favorite one so far is um going from I want to dance with somebody into the somebody once told me from All Star. And like That's great. you can really start messing with this stuff. It also does like isolating so you can get like you know when a DJ will drop everything but the vocal mix so yeah. that everyone can sing along or something yeah. like that. You can do that. Um Can you save and these then- mixes? You can save the mixes, you can share the mixes. Obviously, in the build I've got, you can't do it right now, but they have yeah, yeah. The, ma- the main menu literally has a whole section that just shows you fake versions of what will be there. So it's like, oh, this is cool. this person's mix. So you're going to get featured mixes fed to you. Um, and then the thing that I think is like truly the, the step up from Drop Mix. In Drop Mix, you have these cards called Risers, which are mm. thing, special cards like there was... Down with the sickness is the most famous one because yes. every time you put it down, it changes the whole mix and you just get before it starts. <laughs> but then you got like fucking GI Joe Transformers, and they always have this moment. They'll not only fuck with the whole mix and reconfigure it around it, but they will dr- have these brighter moments where it's just like brighter moments where um, <laughs> I love it, I love it. Um, oh god, where you'll get this drop and it just feels super satisfying and it feels like you are being good at being a DJ. And what they've done with Drop Mix, oh, so what they've done with Fuser, is they've isolated those moments in literally every single track in the entire game. And you mm. can now use either 
there are three different riser types that you can use at any time. It's mad. So you could do like a steady riser, which reconfigures everything around the tracks you've got in a queue, but it keeps the tempo and the pitch so mm. that you can keep it going. Mm-hmm. But they've also got one other that I can't remember. And then the best one is smart riser, which basically takes all four queued tracks, finds the riser moment, changes the pitch, changes the tempo, and like reconfigures the entire thing, not just around one of those tracks but all of them um and it just it's like one of the most satisfying game mechanics i've come across in years where i've just sat there for hours being like i bet i can find a cooler one of these and just mixing it all up and finding different vibes and like fuck me it's so good like i think fuse is uh gonna be a good game but i'm gonna be using it as way more of like just a chilling out like musical tool and I think yep. that's what Harmonix wants. I think they feel mm. like this is more of a music project than it is a game project. Is this the dreams of music? Gee. Well, like, it, it's <laughs> not. A bit of a silly, yeah, but it is a. <laughs> but it has that same appeal. It has, has that feeling of like you can just. It feels like you can just mess around endlessly with this thing, and it's going to launch mm-hmm. with a hundred tracks. And then the way they build it to me is that they're looking to Rock Band as the inspiration. So it's not Drop Mix where you're getting packs of cards it feels like what they're going to do is just microtransactions for the stuff you want and then they'll probably build collections and things like that and honestly if it's just essentially paying for music i like i'm fine with that like if i'm getting to make music i don't mind paying 79p for fucking i don't know a a theme from (laughs) rush hour 2 i don't know why that's the one thing in my head (laughs) that's what everyone wants it do you know if there's any multiplayer Talk. Not that I'm aware of. I, um, I, there's a load of grayed out things on the main menu, and now you've made me mm. wonder. But I don't think there is. I think it's all single player. But the 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 sharing aspect is more the multiplayer element. I don't think there's okay. any fighting against anyone. I'd love that. Just like if there was online like Battle of the DJs, like that Scott Pilgrim. Style. Yeah. Um, Are you just playing it with a controller? Because I'm trying to think of like how how I'm playing it, it on PC. Itself. Okay. I do. There are controller options, and I haven't tried it with them. I do wonder how much harder it will be with a controller because so much of it's like fine tuning, extremely ti- well timed button presses. Like dropping tracks looks very easy because they're mapped to each of the face buttons. Yeah. But stuff like mm-hmm. risers and the tiny little buttons you're pressing to like do individual tracks and that kind of stuff. Mm. I don't know how that's going to map. So also, what, Carly, I like told little... you. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> are you doing uh, like Carly... micro adjust- adjustments with your mouse? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're doing tiny. Yeah, you're just like yeah, you're messing about with it. There's sliders and stuff like that to mess right, okay, with. So cool. I can see that being quite complicated on a controller. But Cardi, I've told you previously, it's not coming out on Switch, but it is. I was absolutely wrong. So oh, wow. the idea of it of this as a portable product is very exciting to me. Um, I did not expect that. On but Switch. honestly, like, I, we talked about this when Dropmix come out came out. I'd love to do like a night where you just take this to a a bar somewhere when bars are allowed again oh do you remember those and like you could do some prop get some proper good players but then essentially you Mm -hmm. could just open up fuser as anyone in the bar can dj for a while and like ultimately it will almost never sound bad because that's the whole point Mm -hmm. it's just like i think it's fucking amazing i love it I can't wait for it. I'm well into it. It's how it if in you autumn. Offered me the chance to play that now, Joe. I wouldn't be a refuser. Very good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I made myself laugh, and you know what? Ugh. That's all I want. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we do an episode? Go on yeah. then. 
Yeah, boys, I've got a an old classic that I thought we hadn't revisited, or I haven't listened to the episodes I'm not on enough <laughs> to know that we haven't revisited it recently. Uh, go on, name them. Because... Oh, yeah, we haven't done it in a while. And also, Cardi always sets them. I'd love to see Cardi play it a little bit. Ooh. Um, I've gone for a games focus. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just picked some stuff I thought was interesting. <laughs> Do it. Um, Let's start. Oh, yeah, we've got to explain what it is. Um, Go On, Name Them is based on a Nick Knowles game show and (laughs) stolen somewhat from the football ramble. It is a game in which categories are presented with a set number of answers uh, and both players will bid for how many of those answers Mm. they can indeed answer. Uh, If they get any of those answers wrong, they immediately lose. And the point is that when one person does not want to meet or no does not want to beat the last bid they have to say go on name them and then the other person does just Hence that the name um it's much go. clearer than i've made that sound i believe this was <laughs> the first ever endless search game yeah, yeah i think it was one for the history i don't think i've ever won a match of this <laughs> well so i know that i don't know if i've ever played i one. know that games really? is more games is more your area jesse you've been winning on games ones recently so i well, thought we'd go for games one. but thank you smash me on the trophy one yeah you? Um, so let's let's have a go at this. We'll start relatively easy, I think, for both of you. Okay. There are okay. eight different types of starfighter included in the new Star Wars squadrons. <sighs> four, em- four Empire, four. Uh, what are they called? New Republic. Yeah, New Republic. Um, yeah. So. Uh, actually, let's do um, one. Or- we've got to do. We've got to do. A f- yeah, because there's a couple of little weird ones in there, innit? Um, I'm gonna do. A f- I'm gonna flip my phone. Uh, All right. Okay. Cardi, do you want phone front or phone back to I go want first? Phone back, please. Phone back. It is phone back. Cardi oh goes first God, yes. or bids first. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with six. Six, Jesse. Can you beat six? I'm gonna be quite fascistic about the names, by the way, because you should be getting them right. <laughs> yeah, seven. I can do seven. Seven. I'm not doing all eight. Okay, definitely one. I can't remember. Go on, so name them, Jesse. X wing. Correct. A wing. Correct. U wing. Correct. Y wing. Correct. Tie fighter. Mm-hmm. Oh. Tie bomber. <laughs> yeah. One how more. many? Are, how many is that? That's six out of seven. That's six. Wait. How much time do I have? We'll give you a little bit. I'm enjoying watching your struggle. It's annoying. I was looking at. I was checking this out the other day. I knew you would have been. Tie reaper. Ty Reaper is the one I thought was really Reaper. hard, and it's correct. Yeah, that was, I would that's never the, have that's got the, Reaper. The support ship, and people yeah. shitted on that. I would do. Yeah. See, I knew Interceptor. I yeah, didn't know Ty Reaper. Interceptor was the final one. Oh, I'm sweating. All right, well, Big point done. for Jesse. <laughs> Smash. Love it. All right. Let's get a little bit harder. Let's go for 
and Jesse bids first on this one. The top ten selling Switch games by Nintendo. As in, they are Nintendo-published or developed games, not okay. any third parties. Uh, this is according to Nintendo's it, own internal figures. Wait, and how many are is there? This, is this there are global? ten. Ten. Do you know if this is global or US? Oh, this is global. Okay. Is it, I, I don't know if some count as two or... Uh, I will say... I, so, um, Pokemon games, no, Pokemon games are included yeah. as one figure for both versions. Okay. Okay. Um, I can... And you said 10, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm going to go for a solid <laughs> 7. Whoa, big. Whoa. I like it. <sighs> Some ag- I'll go eight. Aggressive play today. I love it. I'm not letting you have 7. I have to, uh, I have to go 9. I have to. Oh. I have to. <laughs> go on, name them. All right, All right um, 9 it is. Mar- I thought I'd got it wrong. At Wait, eight. they don't have to be in like any particular order. Like it's just no, 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 no. Okay. It's just the top ten in any order. That'd be impossible. Though. Um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, correct. Super Mario Odyssey, correct. Splatoon two, Splatoon two's on there. Good shout. Uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, yeah, biggest seller. Pokemon Sword and Shield, correct. I have my switch right here, but it's not on. Um, Good. Better not be. Obviously, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Animal Crossing is on there. New, uh, newest edition. What the fuck have I already said? I'm just going to mark <laughs> these. Three, three more? Um, I, I, I don't know if I've already said this. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? You have not said that. Okay. How many are left? You've, you've said seven. This you've you've got tough. to guess two more. There are three this more to guess. guess tough. Super Mario Party. That is a fantastic shout. Ooh, yeah. I need two more, right? You need one more, but there are two need... to guess from. Uh, <laughs> fuck. There's too many and I don't know which one. Uh, um, I should, really should write down which ones yeah. I've got. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll read out what you've got, and okay. I'll give you essentially that much time I'll, again. Right. All right. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, Super Mario Odyssey, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Splatoon 2, and Super Mario Party. There are two more to guess from. Oh, I'm trying to think what I'd go for. One is the oh. lowest seller, and one is the sixth There's seller. A couple, um, there's a couple. Of would it be... Yeah. Wait, fuck. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go, Eevee, and... Stuff like Correct. that. Correct. Uh, Correct. Yeah. That's nine. Can you guess what the final one is? Oh, is it Fire Emblem? No, it houses? isn't. One, two, it Switch? Because that came free, right? New Super Mario Bros. Deluxe. Oh, Wasn't that the. That is that one. the Wii U one? That's the Wii U one that they updated. Airplay getting. That is powerful. I thought, I thought there'd be one or two more. I thought Arms would be it or something ones. like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Arms did not. Did not have that. <laughs> um, I, to be fair, Arms I think has sold more than a million, but that's I think Super Mario Bros. Deluxe was the lowest seller, and that's at six million maybe. Did One Two Switch come with the? Oh, hello, my Cardi. Oh, Cardi's gone mad. <laughs> did One Two Switch those, come with the Switch during the release? No. Oh right, I thought it was like nah. a Wii Sports kind of scenario. Nah, nah, nah. Um, so good, not shouting that. Okay, I'm loving this. 
Jesse, you could you could win this. It's bold. Um, on the next round, there are five rounds, I should say. Okay. Cardi, you're guessing or you're bidding first of yep. the thirteen third-party Xbox Series X games announced in their May Inside Xbox event. How many would oh, you like well, to bid for? Fucking done for this. Thirteen. Sorry, thir- first party. Third party. You know they did the the third. Inside Xbox event. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which was from which conference. That conference was so oh. pants. <laughs> Can't remember any of them. Third. I just keep thinking of the PS5 event, like a schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> so am I. I can't think of which were which. I, I nearly did that, blur. but there were 26, and I couldn't be asked writing them out. Oh, <laughs> Xbox Three? Three! Go Good on, Lord. name them. <laughs> I just can't remember the name. <laughs> I should of say, actually, I should make clear: thirteen third-party Xbox Series X games included in the presentation, not announced at it. Some were previously announced, but were shown in the in the conference. Just okay. so that's clear. Um, Madden, Madden, which one? Twenty-one. Yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, hey, you two, come on! I like it's all been a blur. Yeah, exactly. Like the Xbox ones. Have- to be uh, fair, this is coming from me who's not. had to write literally every single news story about every single game. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else would you remember have? these, Joe? I would. Uh, if that was at PlayStation or at I'd be able to give a, give a very good account of myself on this one. Uh, okay. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I could probably get half. Anyway, what? What's the name of that one? How can you not What's get more than one? <laughs> I'm going completely blank on the spot here. Um, he said three, right? He said three. Oh, um, no, Schmidt. Mortal Shell? Incorrect. That was part of Summer that of Gaming, it. baby. Oh. Oh. No, I was thinking of the... Um, oh, what's the Geiger one? Oh, the Geiger wait. One. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. I know what that is. The one... Uh, wait. Uh, so, can I, can, I, can I say three? You can't steal. I, can I mean, you get the, the point anyway, so it doesn't games. matter. But If you want to just guess some, go for it. I should have got. What was the name of the first one they showed? The shooter by the one man. Bright team. Memory Infinite. No, no, terrible name. Shouldn't have remembered that. <laughs> um, I remember they were all grim. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking in my head. Do you, like want, do you want me to go? Oh, what? It's called Scorn. Is that place? Scorn no. was the one. Scorn, Scorn was the Giga game. Um, they showed Val. Hello, didn't they? They did. Show that was Valhalla the only good the... thing. But it wasn't the gameplay, they... though, was it? It was yeah. just. That. Well, it's the one where they said they were showing yeah. gameplay, but it was a gla- gameplay trailer, like an <laughs> yeah. engine. That was fun. Um, there that's, was also. That's all, I can, all I can remember. Yakuza Like a Dragon, The Medium by Bluber Team, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> the Ascent, which is the sci fi Diablo. Uh, Dirt 5. Do you know what I'm remembering here? I haven't remembered a lot of these because almost none of these games interest me. <laughs> uh, Chorus, the sci-fi game from Deep Silver about a talking spaceship. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, which had that crazy We Happy it. Few style trailer. Call of the Sea, which looks lovely. Scarlet Nexus, that, that which actually looks way better than I thought it did. Um, it's a game about throwing trains at people. And Second Extinction, the game about shooting mutant dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's only about two of those games that... I thought, look, uh, I thought that was a lot easier than it was. Jesse has officially won mm. this week's. <laughs> no, still safe go on, Eamon, but yeah, we've got two more sections if you'd like to do them. Uh, do you want the slightly easier or much harder one? <laughs> uh, Cardi, it's your call. Well, there's two more anyway. Yeah, isn't there? yeah, yeah. I just which yeah. one do you well, want? Which first? one do we want first? 
Uh, let's go easy. Go easy first. All right. Jesse to bid first on the 25 launch games for the PS4. Four? Yeah. Oh, no. There is some bonkers <gasps> shit in here that you will not remember. It's going to be some shit. Uh, there is some rubbish. <laughs> Wait, so how many did you say? There are 25 to choose from. That's too many. One of them is Yeah, don't guess 25. <laughs> I don't remember there being that many. Um, uh, so this includes, like, indie games, digital stuff. Like, this is everything you could buy on the day. Okay. Obviously some cross-gen stuff. You know. I am you'd expect. going to go... <laughs> four. <laughs> four? Yes. Four. Cardi, any advance on four? Yeah, I'll, I'll go... Eight. Eight. Oh, all right. Big jump. Jesse? Uh, go on, name him. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Oh. Here we go. So, Rezogun. Rezogun is there. <laughs> Lovely game, that. Uh, Black Flag? Black Flag is there. You keep Kill looking to your right like you've got a screen you're looking at. <laughs> I'm not cheating at go on, name um, Which one? Killzone Shadow Correct. Ball. Knack was launched. Knack was launched. That's what I really wanted to say. <laughs> That's <laughs> four of eight. Bit, what year would it have been? I know. I, this is the thing. FIFA? <laughs> 14. FIFA 14. Fair play, man. I would not have guessed that. <laughs> uh, right, what else was launched? What was like cross... Watchdogs? Incorrect. Jesse gets the point. Watchdogs was not there. Uh, was that later? It was. I had in my head that that was across PS3, PS4. Uh, it was, but I think it came um, out later and I then remember came Ghosts out on... was one of them. Ghosts, Ghosts was one of them. Oh. Because it had that shit Battlefield PS3. 4? Yeah, that Battlefield was. 4 was there. Um, I was hoping that you'd go for, for Madden, <laughs> because that year it was called Madden uh, NFL 25, yeah. not 14. Why was it 25. I remember, I didn't know what year, but yeah, I remember they did that one year, because it was the 25th oh, one. Right, okay, um, there was sense. two NBA games that year, NBA 2K14 and NBA Live 14, which is mad. What's the uh, Angry Birds Star Wars, obviously. Blacklight Retribution. <laughs> oh, that'd be, a, that'd be a Just Dance game, wouldn't there? There was, Just Dance 2014. Uh, Contrast, if you remember that. I remember DC that. DC Universe Online. Flower. Uh, Injustice, which I didn't realise was there. Uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes, the best Largle. Best Lego. <laughs> was, sa- was Sound Shapes, sound shapes a day was one a day one title. Yeah. Sound Shapes was great. I've, I mean, I've lost it now anyway. Need for Speed Rivals. I'm just going to look up when Watch Dogs came out on PC. 2014. I looked it out. Uh, uh, Playroom. Oh, sorry, I didn't listen to you. Skylanders Swap Force. Super Motherload. Trine 2. And, I did not realise this, Warframe. I didn't realise Warframe was day one on PS4. Yeah. Been there yes. forever, oh, I always thought that was cool. like oh no it would have been that was yeah. the that was the easier one yeah that was the easier of the two enjoy oh, yeah, no. enjoy this one 18 Xbox 360 launch games oh gee I didn't even own a 360 um I can do I bet I can guess the one you're gonna get right <laughs> I can do three I can do four okay I can... Says very confidently, not knowing if I, I can. can cry. Um, <laughs> you said four, yeah? Mm-hmm. I'll mm. do five. Okay. Six. Six. 
Cardi does not want All right, to go clean on, name sweep. Them then. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> right, FIFA 14. <laughs> well, for Xbox Wait. 360. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, I was thinking it. of one. <laughs> Uh, I'll keep, look, <laughs> if you've misunderstood the category... I had a mind, I had an absolute mind uh, brain freeze. Uh, it would have been <laughs> FIFA 08. Wrong, FIFA 06. It wasn't... What? Yeah. Oh, it was much before. Well, he's already lost. Jesse's oh, well. wins 5-0. <laughs> I just didn't I just didn't want to give it Absolute away. Absolute smash. To go out blazing. Uh, the ones I was going to say was Call going. of Duty 2... Gun, yep. and then Peter Jackson's King Kong, the official Correct. video, the yeah, official King... game of the movie. <laughs> yeah, Kong. the uh, the one I thought you were going to go for because it is a banger and it seems like a very Jesse game is Condemned Criminal Origins, which I thought was great. Tr- I only ever played the second game, not the first one. The first one's wicked. That, the second one had that you, mad um, what <laughs> multiplayer mode where you could hide in stuff and kill people. It was great. Um, there was Amped Three. FIFA Sorry, that year was called FIFA Soccer 06 Road to 2006 FIFA World Cup. <laughs> what? Uh, that was that was a separate one, wasn't uh, it? I think there might be two there. I can't remember. They were listed as one. Yeah. Uh, cameo Elements of Power. Oh, yes. Madden NFL 06, NBA 2K6, uh, NBA Live 06, Need for Speed Most Wanted, Perfect NHL well. 2K6, Perfect Dark Zero, which I thought you'd oh, get. Oh, Zero, that's it. Project Gotham Racing 3, Quake 4. <laughs> Ridge Racer 6, I miss Ridge Racer, Racer. Tiger Woods 06, and Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. So many sport games, man. Yeah, that was not a good launch. That wasn't a great... No, that was not probably why I didn't get one. Big, big win for Jesse. Absolute smash on the go go on, name them. As ever, send in your quizzes. Yes, please. To IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. For now, we will read some feedback. First, though... Say so thank you for everyone spending in their last of us feedback. Mm. Currently, all of us have finished the game apart from Matt. <laughs> so we will have a big old another last of us chat at the end of a podcast in the next couple mm-hmm. of weeks. But I think we'll wait till we get a couple of people that aren't me, Joe and yep. Dale, to talk about it because we've talked about it a mm. lot. Yes, indeed. So thank you. Keep sending your last of us thoughts because there are many. Uh who has Me. The, Joe has the first. Two, first I've even. got two short food ones. Yes. This from Andy. Hi, guys. I was listening to one of your episodes recently where you discussed weird food combos. <laughs> it could have been 300 Every recent episode. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> this reminded me about the fact my wife said when she was young her family would eat chicken and mushroom pot noodles and dunk peanut butter sandwiches into it. She claims it would taste like satay. I think she's a fucking maniac. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, why not give it a I, go? I I would actually I try satay. that. Satay yeah. is amazing. Mm. But to me, no, that sounds. I wouldn't try do everything that. once. I when it comes think, to yeah. food. I just don't like pot noodle. Though, yeah, I'm not so. a huge pot noodle guy. But I think I almost wonder whether if you dropped peanut butter into a chicken and mushroom pot noodle, it would mix oh. it like smooth. It would mix in real oh, nice. Okay. I bet that could be tasty. Yeah. What if it just becomes like? Blobby yeah, I feel and... like I don't want. I don't want the soggy sandwich, That's like it. the the bread in pot noodle juice. Wet, mm. wet bread was ruined for me by um, comedian John Richardson, who just described once how it, how sick it makes him feel to think of wet bread, and it's just I, I don't even feel those feelings. It's just knowing how sick it makes him makes me it's feel not, sick. It's not a nice, delicious, not a nice thing. Did you ever do that thing like when you were young at school, and like you drink like your carton of juice spilt? over your sandwich in your lunchbox. Oh. I had that once or twice. No. Hot, it ruins your yeah, day. That sounds real bad. <laughs> okay. No one wants orange juice. No. Uh, I've got one sharp. This is from Elliot. 
who's in Melbourne, Australia, one of the best places in the world. Um, Folks, compliments on the show, firstly. (laughs) Secondly, right, and uh, I actually, I looked this up in the week, and I don't have a a final answer on it, technically. So secondly, the Maxibon is Australia's greatest cultural cultural contribution to the world. One half is a chalk ice, and one half is a cookie sandwich. Presumably you get these in the UK now, but I want to fight their case either way. Um, we do. I yeah, didn't, I've, I've seen those in shops. Maxibon, as an Australian invention, is not something I've heard of before. It, they are made by a European distributor based You're in the UK. Lies. I'm not claiming lies. I'm just interested. <laughs> I think they, it could be an Australian invention that was then bought by a European distributor. Surely there's like but a UK I do variant. agree that the Maxibon is, a Maxi- is my favourite ice cream. Elite. Um, uh, yeah, it could be. But I s- you see it very rarely in the UK. Um, and it, it, to me, it is the hallmark of a European summer holiday. Um, I love a Maxibon mm. so much. If you haven't had one, Calypso get balls. On it. They're great. Oh, uh, Calypso balls are good. Oh, no. But that's a, that's a different element. That's, you're going for a yeah, different type of meal. I know. Calypso balls are basically yeah. a delayed juice. Um, <laughs> that's very- <laughs> Delayed juice. Yeah. That's like a li- I love a calypso. Yeah. What are you What are you looking at? Are you uh, looking for the maker? I'm just looking up the. This Maxi is it. Bon. I search for yeah, Maxi Bon. It's very inventor. inconclusive. It doesn't say. How is the inventor of Maxi Bon not got a statue? I do like that. Um, in European cities such as Madrid, they can be purchased from Maxi Bon zone stands. Yeah. <laughs> they have their own. Stands. So good, man. Like. It's, to be fair, there can't be many ice creams so good that they deserve their own like dedicated stands. Do you agree <laughs> you've got to hold it by the sandwich end and eat the choc ice yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the yeah. choc ice is like starter, but the cookie's main. You'd have to be um, fucked in the head oh, to do it the other way. Good. And dessert is buying another Maxibon. Um, <laughs> yeah, God, they're good. Well done, Elliot, for reminding yeah. me of Maxibons. <laughs> yes. I want an ice cream. The closest to me um, is like they do they do Oreo sandwiches now, which are like all right, but they're not as good. But I might buy one at lunch baby. now. <laughs> Just put ice cream within two cookies, and you're a genius. Oh yeah, I never thought of it. There we go. <laughs> just do it. Get oh, I've never done it, but now I want to do it. Just get like two Sainsbury's cookies. That's and just put that ice was cream my initial thought. As soon as you said that, I was like, those soft <laughs> Sainsbury's cookies. They're so fucking good. <laughs> Uh, Come on, Carly. Good God. Anyway, got a piece of feedback here from Barnaby Rowe. He says, Hi, guys. I'm a big fan of the show. It's always the highlight of my Fridays, and all of you are fantastic, except Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe is exceedingly average. But if we're all fantastic, then the average would be fantastic. So I think you're fantastic. Oh, interesting. Um, you think by <laughs> by process of medium, I am also fantastic. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Uh, that being said, Joe, I need your help. The other week, I found myself on the more pissed end of the drunk spectrum, <laughs> switching hand and listening to one of your older episodes. Why are you... I was sat there for a half... I, I know we've talked about this before, but I don't understand why anyone listens to older episodes of this podcast. Maybe they're it's, just catching up. Just it's so up to the minute. To it it's stop. so up to the minute. Yeah. Imagine listening yeah, to... Like we started it with a news report. Imagine listening to weeks old food combos. How stupid you'd feel. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> There's got to be some gold, gold back there. Um... I was sat there for half an hour staring at the home <laughs> screen of my Switch, at a complete loss as to which game I wanted to play. Nothing I owned seemed appealing and the charts were lacking inspiration. Then suddenly, as if by fate, Joe's voice came through on my headphones, talking about this new game he was playing, Fire Emblem Free Houses. 
Joe's words of endorsement were too persuasive for my alcohol-addled mind, and within moments I was handing over £50 for a game I'd never heard of. (laughs) It's been a couple of weeks since, and I've loaded the game a few times. I think I've made a mistake. (laughs) Joe, I need your help. What is this game? What was the opening cutscene? What difference does a ghost demon or mortal make? What am I supposed to be doing? What have I done? Barnaby! Unfortunately, I think you were listening to the episode where I'd done a preview of the game that seemed wicked. And then later, when we all finished it, we realised none of us liked it that much. Um, well, I think we all agreed it's very good. It's the good. second half, it's is not, not very good. It's not amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, there's two answer in these uh, sections. Joe, what is this game? It is a tactical RPG uh, set around a fictional cool school of fighting boys and girls uh and it has elements of persona but it is mostly about battering people on a grid like cool chess uh what was the opening cutscene? if i remember correctly it's a big battle between uh like a crazy Uh king and like a cool whip lady she's like a special special cardinal woman uh and that is in the past what difference does a ghost demon or mortal make i don't even have a fucking clue what that's about i can't remember (laughs) what that was uh what am i supposed to be doing you are supposed to be training and befriending your various um students students and making them better at battling without having them die on the battlefield which is sad what have you done you've bought an eight out of ten game mate don't worry (laughs) about it enjoy yourself yeah it's quite quite a good shout it's not like a and it's not like an action game. If it's not your thing, then that is a worry. But I can't really help it if you're listening to previous games <laughs> pissed and buy them. Sorry. Uh, if it makes you any better, like fifty pounds will be what you always pay for that game because it will never be on. Very sale. true. So, um, it's not you know. But yeah, I would say if you if you get into the the vibe of it, you've got like at least twenty five hours of very good game, and then about fifteen more of fine. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, yeah. a lot of game. Enjoy it. I've uh, got some feedback from Daniel Roberts. He says, Hello again, my beloved IGN crew, including Joe. I'm sorry, but I care about you as well. This is I what I like. All... I like this one. <laughs> Good. I hope you're all well as lockdown starts to wind down. I wanted to ask you all, with what has already been six months into the year, I was wondering if any of you have been reading anything good recently. I'm reading We Are Legion, We Are Bob, which has been fantastic so far. Hope this finds you well. Well, to answer your question, I've actually got a new Kindle Paperwhite arriving in a couple of hours. And Ooh. and I'm reading, uh, just to bring the tone well down, a book called Stalingrad by Anthony Beevor. And it's obviously about the Battle of Stalingrad and goes into a detailed um, account of both sides. That's the so one that's in Peep joyous. Show. Is that's it? the one he's reading in Peep Show. Really? <laughs> isn't it? He's, seen... Isn't he talking about know. Beaver? Ah. Stalingrad. Sound, it does, Peep yeah, Show. It does I'm pretty sure that's the one he's reading. I'd go right over my head. Oh, that's yeah, because it's in the first series. It's like the Red Army shot sixteen thousand of their <laughs> old men at Stalingrad <laughs> as a chat up line. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Fucking oh, hell, that's, that's so uh, good. But I haven't actually been reading much recently. But I was talking to someone last night about books <laughs> and just following on. If you're in the Last of Us mood, then if you haven't read The Road, read. Oh, the oh god, it's shots, so good. So that is as best good ever description of in blood coming out of someone's neck in that book. Anyway, (laughs) we've talked about it before, I think, but also just general, I love Cormac McCarthy, so Blood Meridian is also, I think, fantastic. Bit more um, love it or hate it, that one. I know some people just don't get on with it, but I love it. And also Child of God by him, which is extra grim (laughs) if you want a story set in 
60s Appalachia about a young boy and a serial killer in the woods. Mm. No, thanks. Uh, I've, uh, <laughs> no, I love Cormac McCarthy. I, I haven't, I, I'm very, very bad at reading these days. After my English degree, I decided, you know what? <laughs> Fuck I'm going to retire. Um, but I have really been enjoying a series of memoirs on, in audiobook form recently. Audiobooks for people doing their own readings of their own books, I think, are always the preferred medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louis Theroux's Got to Get Through This was very good, although Louis Theroux is so self-deprecating that you wonder if he's actually telling what the real story <laughs> of what happened to him. Because he's like, oh, I'm shit, everyone hates me, I'm rubbish at this, uh, and then I got a first from Oxford. You know, what's going on? Um, the <laughs> And I have this incredibly storied documentary career, and I've won the documentary Oscars, the Grierson Award. Anyway... <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. I liked Adam Buxton's Ramble book, which is by turns extremely harrowingly sad about the dad of his death, the death of his dad, not the dad of his death, uh, and then really fun because it's about his childhood in the eighties, listening to cool music, and it's mostly framed around the music that he loved. Um, and also, if you like Adam and Joe, it has a bonus Adam and Joe podcast at the end in the audiobook, which is good. Mm. And I'm listening to Limmy's autobiography, which is weirdly hard going. <laughs> Limmy's life sounds actually pretty unpleasant until he got famous. Um, so that's hard work, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Well, isn't everything these I days? guess. Bonus if you enjoy it. Yes, absolutely. That's true. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, do you know what I was recently thinking about? Uh, just brought up on a tangent here. Why aren't there any good Professor Layton games on Switch? Because they're all coming um, to mobile first. Yeah, I guess the, the like. I think I think the problem is that uh, Professor Layton was a game that did VV well with a certain type of crowd that was buying DSs and probably aren't buying Switches, and those yeah. people now play games on mobile. But I want to play them. Yeah, I never, I never fully got into those games. I love a good bit of puzzles. Yeah, there aren't a lot of puzzles. I will say that, and apparently that mm. new brain training wasn't fantastic. I oh, am. Uh, Two Picrosses away from completing Picross S4. I've still Switch. not bought it. I should do that. I got mm. so into Picross so hard that now I've, <laughs> I've taken a break because it was too powerful. Also, my um, <laughs> also my Switch rails are slightly broken, so I can't really play in handheld mode, and that's a real oh, downer. Right. Oh dear. Anyway, that was a little uh, tangent. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, I suppose we need some some music. Mm. I mean. Fuser? I don't know, can we? What can we? We've got footage of it on the site. We've got new gameplay footage. I'm sure we could pl- should rip a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Let's of play Fuser. some Fuser music. I love it. If I could <laughs> nice. record my own, I'd give it to you because I've got some fucking good mixes with Lizzo. Um, but uh, <laughs> can you just beatbox for us? Sorry. No, absolutely not. <laughs> you insane. <laughs> it would have been good back when your voice was. Yeah, that, that would have yeah. been quite good. Anyway, sweet dreams. Bye.